KTSA Newsflash. San Antonio Metro Health advising against in-person instruction at school. With coronavirus cases and hospitalizations on the rise, San Antonio Metro Health has amended a health directive for schools, which says in-person instruction is not recommended. Parents can choose, and I, I ask that they do choose, to return to remote learning until we get over this hump. The guidance from Dr. Junda Wu at Metro Health is for public and private schools and universities. Elizabeth Ruiz, KTSA News. Meanwhile, the chief medical examiner for University Health says Bear County could receive coronavirus vaccines as soon as a week from today. Dr. Brian Elsip says it's contingent on whether the FDA's Vaccine Advisory Committee authorizes Pfizer's vaccine for emergency use. Now, the committee meets tomorrow. They're going to talk about the matter. Dr. Olsip says the county likely going to receive 28,000 doses of the vaccine at first. The CDC says frontline workers and residents of nursing homes should be the first people to get the vaccine. Meanwhile, the governor, enthusiastic about the arrival of the vaccine in Texas, he was talking to the White House panel discussion Tuesday, joined by the governors of Louisiana, Tennessee, and Florida. He said more than 7,200 Texas providers have signed up to administer the vaccine. Multiple commanders at Fort Hood are either being fired or being suspended for the disappearance and death of a soldier. Army Secretary Ryan D. McCarthy told reporters Fort Hood failed Army Specialist Vanessa Guillen by not creating the right culture. This is an initial step to addressing and fixing these issues, even though we are part of one of the most respected institutions in the world. Living up to the American people's trust is something we have to do every day. Guillen disappeared in April with her body discovered months later. The suspensions and firings come after an independent investigation into sexual harassment and assault allegations. They were made by Guillen's family at the Post. and Most of the suspensions and firings involved the unit Guillen was assigned to at Fort Hood. It was a bill passed Tuesday by the U.S. House of Representatives that will enable the Brook Army Medical Center to waive surprise medical bills. Representative Joaquin Castro authorized the measure as an amendment to the National Defense Authorization Act. Because BAMSI is a government hospital, federal law prohibits it from reducing bills a patient's insurance does not cover. Stretches of Martin Luther King Drive are going to be closed this week. They're going to be filming a virtual MLK march that will air in January. The MLK Commission announcing in September that next year's march is going to be a virtual event, and it's because of the pandemic. About 300,000 people show up for the march every year. It's been held in San Antonio since 1987. Public Works says parts of MLK Drive are going to be closed at various times today, tomorrow, and Friday. Man from San Marcos accused of stealing an SUV and meth possession is behind bars. San Marcos police arrested 22-year-old Jacob Fuentes after he was driving the stolen Jeep SUV at about 100 miles per hour along I-35. And after the chase, Fuentes reportedly bailed out of the SUV. It was still moving when he jumped out, and then he ran to some nearby apartments. Police soon caught up with him. A report by Texperg and Frontier Group says San Antonio's Loop 1604 expansion project, one of the country's worst boondoggles. TxDOT plans to add six lanes on Loop 1604 between Bandera Road and IH-35 at a cost of nearly $1.4 billion. Bay Scoggin with Texburg says it's a waste of taxpayer dollars. This doesn't solve congestion. We're risking all of this danger to our ecosystem, to the aquifer, for nothing. Work on the Loop 1604 expansion project is expected to begin next year. Animal Care Services and San Antonio Police seizing nearly 200 hens and roosters from a home on the south side. 
What investigators are trying to do now is determine whether or not the roosters were used in cockfighting. Typically, we're looking for injectables, boxing gloves, which are uh, little pads that go over the spurs so that they can practice with each other, not injure the, you know, each other. Animal Care Service's Interim Director Shannon Sims says they obtained a warrant because neighbors complained about an excessive amount of chickens at the home on West Ainsley. KTSA Sports. Lamar Jackson threw a couple of touchdowns, then he ran for a third, and the Ravens beat the Cowboys 34-17 to at Baltimore. Cowboys quarterback Andy Dalton says they have to make the most of the games they have left. It's frustrating to be in the position that we're in, have opportunities in some of these games, and, and just not been able to get it done. So for us, all we can do is put our head down and work and try to make the most of these last four games on the schedule. And, and, and like I was saying, I just, just want to just see what happens from there. Baltimore improved its record to 7-5. and five. Dallas falls to 3-9. and nine. What happened to Des Bryant? We were all looking forward to him returning to the field against his own old team. Well, the Ravens wide receiver had to sit out because he tested positive for COVID-19. He tweeted the news yesterday, about 30 minutes before the kickoff against his former team. The Ravens said he was scratched due to illness. Bryant said he was quitting. Then he changed his mind. KTSA AccuWeather. Another nice day today with sunshine and an unseasonably warm afternoon, high 80. Clear tonight, though, 45. Sunshine mixing with clouds and not as warm tomorrow, high 75. A couple of showers around Friday morning, otherwise mostly cloudy with a high of 74. I'm meteorologist Joe Lundberg with your KTSA Stevens Roofing AccuWeather forecast. I'm Don Morgan. Get news around the clock at News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 and news anytime online at KTSA.com.